Good morning, everybody. Again, welcome to the Monday Motivation Podcast with Geek & Jewel. If you're checking us out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whichever one it is, I'd like to say welcome. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, that way, every single Monday, you're going to get a notification that a new episode is out. Because here at the Monday Motivation Podcast, we're all about coming together one Monday at a time. So that's what we're talking about there every Monday to reach our full potential. Because um, I believe that Mondays can be tough, you know, they can be dragged, but if we come together and we talk about potential, if we talk about purpose, we talk about calling, how can we find our purpose, how can we find our calling, how can we continue to live in these things, and we come together and talk about those things, it can really kickstart our week the right way, and encourage us, and just get things going the right way. So, that being said, again, make sure you hit that subscribe button, whichever platform you're watching or listening on. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Monday Motivation Podcast with Keegan Jewel, where we are coming together one Monday at a time to reach our full potential. Good morning again, everybody. Welcome again to the Monday Motivation Podcast with Keegan Jewel. As many of you know, I'm the host here, Keegan Jewel. Um, this week, we've got someone that, like I said at the end of our interview last week, um, we've had on here before, um, Joey McKernan, he's been on here that first episode talking about um, thinking we threw lid off and dreaming big. Um, if you haven't gotten a chance, check that one out. That is our first episode here. Um, we've also had him just, you know, give us some different words early on in the podcast too with different episodes. Um, but this week we get him on here for a couple different things. Um, since we've had him on here, Joey has started the chosen show. Um, so we're going to get to talk a little bit about what that is. Um, and you know where the heart is behind that. Um, we've got author to be possibly. We'll get to talk a little bit more on this. And then, as many of you know, um, here at the Monday Motivation Podcast, we've partnered with A28 Apparel, um, and Joey's the one that actually started that up. And so he gets to talk to us a little bit um, about you know his heart behind that and how you know what exactly A28 is all about. Um, and how he really got that up and going. So again, Joey, thank you for hopping on again for the uh, podcast this week. I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too, bro. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, so first off, you know, I know you and I have talked about this book that you've been writing for a while. Um, kind of just, you know, and I know you've debated on whether to move on forward with getting it published or not. Um, first off, you know, what is what is this book that you have in the works kind of that you, whether it comes out or not that you've written for your, I guess, as you, that's come from your mind that you've written on paper? Yeah. So, I mean, we are having it published, uh, you know, I, so my passion, my heart, my calling is to see people walk into their calling and purpose. I mean, that is what I am wired to do. And um, personally, I felt, clarity in this area um probably early on mm. and i've worked with a lot of people i work at abide too i don't you know this mm -hmm. is kind of more personal stuff but i i work with abide and i work with quite a few leaders and lead a leadership school and, and do all that stuff and i find more and more young leaders just man they're just uh even leaders but not just leaders people in the church and obviously know God's heart and, and are part of his kingdom and his mission. 
But when it comes to their seat at the table, I think people just don't know their seat and what they, what role they play. And if you know anything about a great team, someone has to know what role they play. Oh, exactly. You got to know your role. You got to know your role and you feel significance through that. You feel peace, you feel passion, you feel like you can make a difference. And so if people don't know their role within God's kingdom, man, it just, it just almost cuts the, cut your legs from underneath you. And so I wanted to write a book called Chosen, um, Eight Practical Steps on Discovering Your God-Given Calling. And again, it's practical. And I don't think there's a science to that, but I think we tried our best at figuring out and giving you practical ways to discover who God has made you to be. And who and what gifts he's given you, passions he's given you, how do you discover those? How do you, um, man, how do you slow down and really think about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I find too many people going backwards. I was just talking to somebody. Uh, they're like 50, you know, 60. And, and you're never too old, right? You're never too old. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they'll tell me like, man, uh, I wish I did this 40, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And so... Um, so yeah, we are, we are publishing it. Yeah, we're looking at options right now, trying to figure all that out. But um, but yeah, what is our seat at the table, and how do you how do you discover that? How do you really know? You know when you see someone who knows it. Yeah. But a lot of people aren't those people. So how do you how do you get there? Mm, that's really good. Yeah. And you said you got to know your role. Um, yeah. So you said it's called chosen. Yep. So I know. I'm just going to get this out there now because I know, like, obviously, um, as I already said, you're the, you've are the you got The Chosen Show, this book called Chosen. And then I know even with that A28 stuff, um, there's many, like, one of the designs is literally just the word chosen on mm-hmm. a shirt. Um, what is it about that, that phrase, that word, that phrase, I guess, that really is stuck with you um, mm-hmm. and, you know, led to... I mean, obviously the book's been in the works for a while, but this shirt design and just even more that, that podcast, that show title, what is it about chosen that just has hooked you and wanted you to share that and get that out for people? Yeah, I think, um, well, for one thing, I believe we're all chosen, right? If we step into it, if we walk into it, we're all chosen in God's family kingdom. Now, not every one of us have walked in that, um, And even if we haven't given our life to Jesus, some of us, you know, but God is still choosing us. The question is, do we choose him? So he's always choosing us for his kingdom. Two, um, I'm very, I love this story. And and I think I probably connect with more than anybody is Peter. Yeah. And Peter, you see the roller coaster of his calling. You see the... My cats are running around. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're going crazy. So if they run across here, just <laughs> be, be graceful for, oh man, early in the morning. But uh, you, you see the story of Peter. And the thing about Peter is Peter, um, man, if you really pay closely to his journey with Jesus, is Jesus names him and he chooses him and he calls him by name. He changes his name, changes the mission of his life. Yeah. Changes who he is. But 
through that, Peter makes mistakes. Peter has fear. He jumps off. He jumps on the boat, right? He comes around. He is the one to only claim, you know, Jesus, you are the son. You are the, you are the Messiah. Yet a couple months later, he's denying Jesus. He's pressured, right? He's all over the place. And then in Acts, early Acts, Jesus comes back to him and he said, you know, Peter, do you love me? Right. Of course, Lord, I love you. Peter, do you love me? Of course, Lord, I love you. Peter, do you love me? Of course, Lord, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. And so Peter, you see him through this whole roller coaster of calling purpose. It's exactly what Jesus said to him at the very beginning. He said, you're not going to fish for fish anymore. You're going to fish for men. Right. He just reminded him of who Jesus had called him to be. He said, remember, I changed your name from Simon to Peter. You're going to be the rock. You're going to be um, a church leader, a foundational movement of my people. And you just see him. And so my heart is with people, whether they're organizational leaders or business leaders or nonprofit leaders or just working a simple job. Like God has a calling in your life similar to Peter and that my heart and my job is to bring people along in that calling. So mm. no, that's yeah, good. we're all chosen. The question is, will we choose him? That's the real question. Mm. That's really good, man. I love, man, I feel like we all, when we look at the story of Peter, like you said, can relate. There's just so much that that man goes through. Right. So many times he puts his foot in his mouth and yep. honestly, probably my favorite part is like you said, he denies him. He's on that downward slope that many would see. But then the like after he denies him, as Christ said he would, like the next chance he gets to see him when Christ is back, like Peter's one of the first, if not the first, that's jumping out of that boat, like swimming as fast as he can, running as fast as he can through the water mm. to get to him when he realizes who, who it is. I love that. And you see Peter, and, and I love what you share, because like, most people would probably quit and and a lot of times people you know will say peter well he had this like this blind kind of noxious faith but for me i think he, he's probably one of the most powerful in scripture for me at least when it comes to jesus because he was always willing to go for it he was always willing to jump he was always willing to try he was always willing to fail and i think that um is one of the most powerful pieces when it comes to to actually discovering our purpose in christ is i i say in the book as i say you know the secret weapon to discovering purpose is failure mm. yeah most people don't yeah. want and most people just want to go to small group and go home which is fine but when we talk about really stepping out into what jesus has called us it takes failure it takes a peter like faith <laughs> to step out of the boat when no one else will that's good and, and when you do that though you find you really start to really forge and discover who god has built you to be hmm. that's good that's real good um so how long have you been working on this book called titled chosen not that long for a couple of months. Um, I wrote one before we have it on hold right now. Um, just for a few reasons, but 
Um, just don't feel like it's a good time to do that book right now, even though it's written. Um, but this one took me probably seven, seven weeks, I think. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Cool. Seven weeks. Um, so yeah, so that's chosen. Um, you said you are working in, if looking at getting it published then, looking at the options there. Yep. Dude, that's awesome. I can't wait. Um, next on here, we've got A28 Apparel. Um, I know you and I have been able to talk a lot about it, but um, what is A20, like, where does the A28 come from? Um, what is this apparel brand all about? Like, what, just tell the viewers, tell the listeners, really, what is A28 Apparel? Yeah, I mean, um, so we had a dream and, and I've had a dream to launch a line clothing line um, that really just spreads who Jesus is. I mean, it's that simple and spreading messages of Christ. And I think there's power in what you wear. I think it's sure it spreads who it really um, communicate. Everything communicates. So what you wear can spread and can share messages and people can read and experience. And honestly, it's a great uh, conversation starter. So we wanted to create um, messages, you know, simple messages, whether it's love or faith, not fear or whatever like that. So the idea was, can we create a line that's not just, you know, Christian t-shirty cause I'm not a huge fan of that, but something that's people would be willing to wear. Yeah. And that is trending and that would be um, spreading. And, and obviously um, it's a side thing for me. So it's more of a brand builder for the podcast. It's more of a brand builder, honestly, you know, it's not going to like, you know, we, I enjoy doing it, you know, it makes yeah. some financial reward, but really it just goes back to the podcast. So it's, it's uh in different things like that speaking and stuff so um but you know the line has helped build that brand and i think everything is about brand building anyway so um yeah it's been great man it's been a new journey uh we do everything in-house you know we make everything here uh, hustling learning trying to <laughs> like anything like oh yeah if you ever run and start anything new right you're always learning always failing and, um so yeah, just been on that journey for probably six months now and it's just been great. It's been awesome. Uh, felt, felt good in it. And yeah, you just figure it out as you go. I get that. Yeah, dude. No, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, I know I've shared a little bit about it, but those of you don't know, like you said, there's simple topics on, on these designs, love chosen. Um, you just recently came up with design faith over fear, didn't you? Yep. Or faith, not fear, one of the two. Yep. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, yeah, how did, I mean, you talked a little bit, you said this is just, did you just decide, I mean, I know you're a person to do this, but just decide one day, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look to see what it would take to do this and go for it. What, what was your question? Like, so was this just something that I know you said that you, you'd always thought about doing it, but this was just, just one day that you were like, you know what, I'm going to look into seeing what it would take to actually do this and go for it or. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to calling and purpose, right. You go back to that when you're clear on that and again, goes back to book, honestly, and knowing that 
when you know your calling and purpose, like you can make decisions a lot quicker mm. in things that you feel led to your heart because you have a filter and your filter is very small, honestly. And what I mean by small is, you know, your niche, you know, where, where your seat is. And so when things come to your seat, you know, and, and ideas and people offer things to partner with things, all that type of stuff, you know, what you say yes to and what you say no to. And so, um, this was one that was like, man, this could be a great opportunity, not only to inspire people, but to help build the brand that we're already trying to do. So it's a no brainer. Um, I also believe that, you know, God is putting something on people's hearts many times. And I, and I share this with our team and, and a lot of our leadership school students at abide and, and different, just different spheres of influence. And I say, you know, there's this idea that you, we have an achievement mindset yeah, or a, a um, becoming mindset. So here's what an achievement mindset sounds like. Oh, someday I'm going to be an author. That's what an achievement mindset sounds like. Or someday I'm going to be a public communicator or someday I'm going to start a clothing line or someday or whatever. So that's what an achievement mindset. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's lofty. But in my opinion, there's a gap in that thinking. There's a gap. There's because there's a someday in there, right? Yeah. A developing or becoming mindset says, I'm becoming an author as we speak. Mm, that's I'm right. I'm writing every day. I'm right. I'm, I'm speaking at any gig I get, right? That's a becoming mindset. And I think people who, you know, John Maxwell says, who's written hundreds of books, John Maxwell said, you know, people ask him, how'd you write hundreds of books? And he said, I just started writing. And some people just think, I think people, I think that's really the, especially young leaders, right? We get caught up in this someday when it's like someday life is too short. When is the right time for you to do anything? I don't think there really is ever a right time. Um, I think there's phases to things when you, when you want to do something, obviously you can't do everything all, all at one time, but I think we make that, man, we do that quite a bit. And we say, you know, someday I'm going to write books or someday I'm going to start a business, like file for the LLC, just do it and see what God does. And a lot of times you roll into things that you never thought you'd roll into. And all of a sudden you wake up. And the dream that God gave you is in your face and it's already happening. So um, I think for, you know, if you're listening to this and I think if God has put something on your heart to see, to change, to move, to shake, it's closer than you think. And again, we like to think way out there, but the truth is you're already becoming it because God has already, he's already anointed it over your life. So you're not, going to be do it or you're not going to achieve it it's already on you you're already in the phase you just don't even know it probably that's good uh, i know man i love that and i know that's a conversation you have i had, had many times i'm pretty sure we had it on that first podcast too like you i think last <laughs> time we put it um sometimes you go to places there's too many there's too many dreamers and not enough you know not enough doers yeah and it just reminds me of that like you can dream all you want for these things but unless you got someone that's going to say, all right, you know what, let's do it. 
it's right that there is that dream is that mm -hmm. what if is that like you said someday i'm gonna be this yeah and, and dreams bro like you know i think the the cleaner you get on dreams and i love the story of nehemiah because nehemiah was somebody who legitimately directly felt a dream from god he obviously was very burdened by that dream um but it wasn't very long after he felt that okay to move and to build and to shake obviously people didn't like it yeah. um but he felt called he felt chosen by god many times he says in nehemiah he says i, I don't care what you think about me god, if you want to kill me all that stuff he's like god has called me to this he has set me on purpose and that's all i need and so a lot of times we like to i think sometimes we use oh it's not this season or oh you know people i'm, I'm too young people won't listen to me i think we use those things as excuses um when the truth is the only person that we're serving is god period mm -hmm. come on that's good um so a28 is there is there anything specific like where did you come up with the name a28 is it just something that you've had as you thought about it or did it as you were building it you know what does a where does a28 come from i should ask it's a great question um it came from acts 28 and okay. i'm trying to think of a specific verse that we pulled in acts 28 but it was the idea that um god's word was spreading it was moving it was shaking it was like wildfire and I think the in the heart was in the heart is that God's messages would spread like wildfire through the tool of apparel. So, That's good. Um, so yeah, that, that was really where it came from a 28 X 28 and how can God's word message spread like wildfire. Mm, that's good. And I love that you, like you said, you wanted it to be, like this Christian's faith company, but at the same time, like the heart of it is found inscription, all this, but really the designs that you make a believer, does, someone doesn't have to be a believer to want to wear those and represent those and like show those off. Like you said, like we've said there, it's literally love chosen. Um, you know, faith, we talk a lot of times about faith as a Christian aspect, but there's so many like, in general in life we have to have faith in something right and whether that's in christ or not like still the phrase faith over fear mm -hmm. is going to be a motivating factor for really anyone regardless of if they're a believer or not and so i love that like i said you, you've taken this this faith brand but still put it out there for someone that may not be this believer and comes across it and it doesn't one, the name doesn't shout out like, oh, we're a Christian company. Like you said, it's A28. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know until now talking to you about the heart of the name that it was from scripture. And so I love that the thought and the heart even just shows um, with not just the name, but just the designs and stuff with that. I love that. Yeah, I'd say like, it's kind of how we do everything you know like when i think of unbelievers okay 
people mm-hmm. who don't know Christ. We grew up thinking, at least if you grew up in the evangelical church, right? People come into the church, they find faith, they leave the church, they go and do things for the world, right? That was kind of the, that was kind of the narrative, right? And the more I've realized my call in this, and, and I'm, I have an evangelistic gift um, with apostolic. That's kind of my spiritual gifting. We talk about that in Chosen. Is, you know, it's interesting. Jesus invited the disciples to walk with him and to be with him before they even really knew who he was in their life. They hadn't professed who Christ was, though they knew who he was. It wasn't until about halfway Jesus said, who do you think I am? Yeah. And Peter said, oh, you are the Messiah. That took about two years for him to think that or even say that. A lot of times what we try to do is we try, you know, we try to box and, and we try to create this perfect formula. But a lot of times I found that people from all over different faith journeys and um, faith walks who don't know Jesus, many times if you get them in the game, and start rubbing shoulders with you, even if they're helping you in the community and being a part of things, they find faith through that process. So let me give you another story. There's a young man in our neighborhood, and you know, he his faith is just very far from Jesus, very, very far, like not even close. His family is from a different religion. They're very in that. We have a basketball program at Abide. Okay. And he will not come to a typical church setting. Okay. He just will not. He's told me he's very clear. His parents are very honest about that. But he will come to basketball. Mm. It's a faith based program. He knows that. Yeah. But there's basketball. And families love that. And they're willing to, to send their kids or be a part. And they haven't even followed Jesus yet. And guess what? There's so many conversations that have started about faith because of basketball. I think sometimes we like to clean cut processes of people, especially people of, who aren't people of faith. Yeah. We, you know, we like to process you and step one and step two and step three and the truth is many people who don't know Jesus, that's just not how it works. And it's a, it's a, it's a windy road. It's yeah. not a fun. And so for even a 28, it was like, man, people who don't even know Jesus can wear things that Jesus said, which is yeah. powerful and not feel offended by even wearing it, which is pretty cool. I love that. So it's a conversation starter in a lot of ways. People who wear the stuff is great. I think it's cool, but at the same time, it's like, man, we're here to disciple people, but discipleship doesn't always look like how we think it looks like, you know, and it's a, more of a windy road at times, more than a funnel, so, that's good. yeah, that's kind of our heart, whether it's A28 or Abide or um, some of the stuff I do, books and stuff, like, uh, our heart is, you know, hopefully you can read the book and feel inspired to walk into how God has built you. But someone also who's very far from their faith can also read that and say, man, I need to follow Jesus and get in the game. Come on. That's good. 
That's really so, good. Yeah, man. That's where we're at, bro. So we've talked your book um, called Chosen. We've mm-hmm. talked, you know, A28 and what all it's about. Um, and so now let's talk about you're the host for what you call The Chosen Show. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, like, what is The Chosen Show all about? Like, what is it? What is The Chosen Show? Yeah, so again, it's first off, I love that name. Like, I know it's a podcast, but I love that you just, I love just the the name of it, like the chosen show. That's great. Yeah, so it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same heart. It's the same belief. It's it's again. This is why discovering your purpose and calling is so important. Uh, my heart is and calling is to lead people to discover their calling and purpose. So. You know, it's amazing, for one thing, when you hear people who are 50, 60, who still haven't discovered that. Um, My heart was to start a podcast, and I heard the other day that a podcast is one of the only platforms that doesn't take people's time, because typically people can listen to it while they're working out, or while they're working, or while they're running. And so it's one of these unique platforms where people will listen to, listen, right, while they do things, drive and stuff. So I've always wanted to start a podcast. Um, obviously was in conversation when this one was in the works. Um, always been a part. I love communication. I think communication platforms change all the time. I don't think like a Sunday morning is just the only place. I don't think um, a youth group stage is always the place, right? God is always developing and our world is always shifting. And so I want to shift with the world. I want to be quick and ahead and agile as a leader. And I've always realized I love podcast platforms. I probably listened, uh, man, I probably listened to probably 12, 15 different podcasts. I'm always following people. And I said, man, I'd love to do this. And so, yeah, man, started that probably around the same time, probably a couple months ago. And, um, it's it's done pretty well. Got some traction and got some pretty cool guests on there. So it's been cool. Yeah. So I mean, you even just kind of talked on this next part. Just the creation of it sounds like um, the start of it was just that heart behind wanting to give some give people just yet again another outlet to um, to build like to hear more on their purpose, their calling um, from you, like you said podcasts i agree are such a great powerful tool um i remember when i worked at amazon as a driver like i would literally van had bluetooth i would connect my phone and just sit there as i'm delivering packages and just have podcasts going all day Um, and it's it's nice because it's it's not something you have to not depending on the podcast you don't necessarily have to sit there and listen to the fully be engaged with the entire thing to fully like get what they're getting. Like you can come in at different spots if you're having to go in and out. And I love it. Yep. It's good. Um, so what is your hope with the chosen show? What is my hope? Yeah. Like what, when you create, like you started the chosen show, when you started it, what was, what was your hope and desire that, you know, when you started it, you said to yourself, um, I'm going to start the chosen show in hopes that, this will happen. What was that hope that you had in mind when you started it? Man, I just think giving, bro, like giving away, giving time, giving 
inspiration, training, uh, a little bit of fun, you know, during the show. And, and obviously we're still growing, but like, and always wanted to get to make it better. And I'm obsessed about taking it higher. I think just engaging as many Christian influencers, whether you're a nonprofit business leader, uh, church leader, um, to, to really inspire you to keep walking in that in how to grow in that stronger. So, you know, for me, it's like, man, um, Church, you know, church leaders aren't the only one, and I can say this because I'm also a church leader. Yeah. Like, church leaders aren't the only one that can change the world for Jesus. Everybody can, and everybody can be a part. I don't care if you own a business. I don't care if you're just starting a nonprofit. If you're a stay-at-home mom, I don't care if you drive Amazon trucks everywhere. I don't care what you do. God has called you. It's deeper than your job. It's deeper than your orientation. It's deeper than that. You are just like our calling and our purpose is so much deeper. And so my heart is that every believer, if you say that Jesus is your Lord, like God has called you to bigger things, to broader things, to more powerful things, and that God can use you in that. And so that's really my heart. The heart really isn't maybe necessarily an organizational leadership podcast. It's not designed for people who are like, leading six companies or something um it's designed for everybody it's designed for people who go to work probably work 40 hours a week and um but have a heart for christ and want to make a difference in that and so that's really my heart man is is for people in the church to say you know what i have capacity in this i'm gonna use my business and utilize my my influence and utilize uh, my circles to see the kingdom expand and to take bold steps in that, just like Peter did. No, I like that. I know that's a conversation you, have, you and I have had, even with um, my podcast as well. Like you know, there's tons of there's there's tons of podcasts out there for the big church leaders, those that are in their role that are you know have been there and they're doing that. But what about those, like you said, that are just attending church, but they're still working 40 hours a week in their own sphere. Um, right. Just like you said, letting them know that, Hey, just because you're not this church leader, not because, not just because like, you don't have to be a church leader. You don't have to be this person with this amazing calling and purpose to be able to share these things like you talked about. Yeah. There's uh, you know, the model of church and, and it's not a bad thing, but I think there can be this understanding or perception that the people on the stage are like the Christian influencers of, and there are influencers, obviously like they're, they're leaders. And, you know, I'm a preacher. I speak on a, at a church quite a bit. And like, of course that's a powerful platform, but when we all go home, that's the power of the church. Yeah. It's a, go home and it's when they go to their neighborhoods and communities and town hall meetings and and staff rooms and that's where the that's where the kingdom comes <laughs> that's where the kingdom comes that's where the kingdom of god starts to make its way into our world is when the church is is moved and walks in their calling and steps out in boldness and so for me it's like man as a church leader how can i get out of the way yep 
how can I get out of the way of what God is moving? And sometimes that's hard for some people to get out of the way because we make a lot, we put a lot of value in that microphone. But for me, it's like, bro, whether it's a microphone or not, God has called people who have said yes to Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He said, you know what? I have commissioned you. I've called you. And I want you to step out and walk in the fullness of your life and the calling that I've given you. That's good. Yeah, no, I love that. I have told students in the past, I've been trying to communicate that to my students now, like they're going to be able to impact their friends at school way more than I'm going to. Right. Um, and even just not even students, but just even looking at people, just even people in general that may have jobs in a congregation, like, I can't go to someone's workplace and be like, Hey, let me tell you about Jesus because they're just going to be like, one, who is this weird guy that's coming into this workplace? But two, like, I don't have the relationship with people. Right. Like you said, let the church be the church. Yeah. We come together on a Sunday morning or whenever people meet, but you know what? Let them leave that building and go and be the church. Mm -hmm. And it comes down to, like you said, like, how are we going to, how are we going to build them towards that? That's good. Good. Um, so, you know, you've had obviously a lot going on with these, not only just these things, um, you know, writing this book, uh, like you said, 828 doesn't take a ton of time, but still like that takes up some time in the chosen show. And really just, I know with what you all have going with abide and bridge and stuff. Um, but what advice would you give to someone that's looking even to just start off just one thing? Like you've started, you're, I'm here talking to you about these three separate things that you've started up and you're in the process of doing. Um, but what advice would you give to someone that's looking, that's sitting here and going, man, this guy's out here doing, starting these things left and right. I can't even, I want to start something. But I can't bring myself to start even just this one thing. What advice would you give to that person sitting here listening to this today? You're never ready. You're never ready. And, but you should do it anyways. I think that's, that's a lie we tell ourselves. And I was listening to a podcast and I forget her name, but she was one, she was one of the top dancers, which I don't, I don't fully know that world. Um, she was one of the top hip hop dancers in the world. She said that she started when she was 25, okay? Most dancers start when they're like four years old. Yeah. She felt something happen and, and something was on her heart at 25 years old, which does not make sense to, you know, doesn't make sense at all in that world. But she said, you know what? I'm going to go for it and I'm going to try it. And of course she was struggling at the beginning and of course there was the journey but and i love what craig rochelle says when is the perfect time when is it is it when you're 50 is it when you're 40 is it when you're 60 is it when you're 30 like there, there's never really a perfect time i believe that and but we tell ourselves that because and i think deep down we're probably just afraid we're afraid of what our friends might think. We're afraid of people, what people might say. We're afraid that I might fail, right? And that's very, that's very possible. But the truth is you're never really honestly ready. And 
the ducks aren't always lined up and the money isn't always there. And there's things that we like to use. Well, this and this and this. And John Maxwell said this. He said, and tip, this is typically young leaders that struggle with this, but not always. He said that the biggest issue with this concept of, of, of really pausing and not willing to move forward is that we think that that's prepping you. But he, so, he said, really, that's just making you have paralysis. Mm. He said, it's pausing you. It's making you worse. Every day you wait, it's making you worse because it's getting in your head. And the things that God has called you to do, I promise you aren't as complicated. I promise you. And, you know, they're hard. I won't lie to you, but they're, they're definitely um, not as complicated as you think they are. And I was actually meeting with a leader a couple of days ago. We were talking about nonprofit. And she wants to start a nonprofit. And I said, that's powerful. I said, here's phase one. And I said, you know, have you filed for a 501c3? And I, I laid out like four or five tasks in front of her. And again, it's that becoming versus achieving mindset. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's that simple. I said, it is that simple. You're right. I said, it's in your head. Um, and so action drives confidence. Ooh, I would say that. action drives confidence. If you want to start writing a book, start writing. If you want to start a business, get online, file for an EIN number, get a tax ID number. It, it, it doesn't mean that you, you're running Amazon or something and it's going into the ground. Like run, get a tax ID number and just start. You're never ready. And, you know, for me, you know, I can use the excuse of, oh, well, I'm, I'm young and, you know, this or whatever. It's like, how long am I going to say that for? Mm, you know, how, how long am I going to preach that one until I hit the magic number? What, what's that magic number? Like 34 or something? I don't know. Like what, how long are we going to say that, you know? Yeah. And so. I think for me it's like you're never ready and action drives confidence and, and all of a sudden you start to say think to yourself wow i think i can do this through god's power wow this is possible and so i think a lot of us just man we we get so stuck in our head because we're so afraid of what people think about us mm, that's good that's real good i love that action drives confidence I love that. Um, Action. I, I'm like, bro, I'm like, it's like I, it's like automatic now. It's like if so, something God puts on my heart and, and you have to filter your thoughts, right? Not yeah. every thought is a good thought. But, you know, if I feel like this needs to be a shift we need to make or a vision we need to go for or something we need to start, I just start doing it. I just start doing it. <laughs> like, it. Just start doing it. And, you know, and a lot of times it's that simple. It's that simple. You just roll into it and you start rocking and rolling. So things are hard first, but then you figure it out and you keep moving forward. So um, for me, like life is way too short for me to really care that much about what people think about me. And life is way too short for 
me to sit at home and overthink things. It's like it's time to get to work. I mean, sometimes I think that too, like sometimes you just got to get the ball rolling too. Like, right. Said, with that conversation you had with that person, like they didn't realize how easy it was until you're just like, all right, this, 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 this. Oh, wait, that's all it takes. Right. Yeah. Like to get a start, like sometimes I think that we're so focused on, you know, like use that example. Someone will start a nonprofit. It can be very easy for someone to get more focused on like, I don't necessarily know how exactly to run a nonprofit. I don't know what to, I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets going. Well, you're never going to know if, if you're able to or what you can and can't do unless you actually try and get it started. And for yep. some people, it's like they get so focused on the like these middle and end steps of getting it going that they forget about how easy these first beginning steps can be. True. And here's what I would say. We want things to be perfect mm. yep. and they're not, even if you had all the money in the world, it's just not going to be perfect because you're going to make decisions that may not be the best and that's okay. Cause you just don't know what you're doing, but you keep moving forward and you start making better decisions. So a lot of times people are like, well, if I had enough money and if I had enough staff and if I had enough, this and a building or whatever, or, uh, the, you know, I don't have a camera. I've never done a photography or whatever, whatever you're calling calling is it's like, you'll never be ready. No matter how much money you have or training or college experience, it's like, you'll never really be ready. And that's the beauty in it. And I think that takes humility to say, I'm willing to be in the mess and maybe even fail. But here's the trick. It's not about you. And that's what a lot of, like, it is the calling God has given you, yes. But it's about God's kingdom. Mm. It's about his purpose. It's not about you. And it's not about me. That's good. It's not about me. And it's not about people listening. It's not about me. It's about God. And so if I make it about God and I remember that this is for people and them experiencing Jesus and, and, and praying that God uses my calling and gift and, and courage to change a life, then I will know that I did my best and, and that was worth it because it's not about me. And that's why I think a lot of times we're afraid to fail because we make it about ourselves. Ooh. Oh, what will they think about me? right? What will they think about my name or my this or my brand or my this if things go down? And truth is, it's not about you. <laughs> and I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear that, but it's true. That's good. That's good. Um, you've talked to, about a couple different things really on that. Um, you know, you've talked about afraid of a couple things that will hold us back. You know, you talked about and hit on afraid of what people think um you talked about the action drives confidence and just wanting everything to be perfect um and one you've mentioned a couple times and i just want to hear your thoughts on it uh you've talked about the fear of failure a couple times too here uh, and in your in your opinion like what advice would you give how can someone push away push away that fear of failure to pursue some, uh, to pursue these dreams that people may have. It's good. It's a good question. And I think when you walk into your purpose, like you're going to fail. It just is what it is. Like 
just like Jesus asked Peter to step out of the boat. He stepped out of the boat, right? We forget that he was on the water. Like he actually stepped on the water. And then he looked around and obviously saw the winds and the waves and then he sank. So we all have our sinking moments. We all have, but you know, I think how do you, I don't know if you, you avoid it or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it goes away. I don't think it ever really goes away. I think it's always there. Now, I think what you have to do is you have to redefine it. And if you ever read about any great leader, great people, they redefine failure in their life. Mm. I've heard it said this, life is like a, it's like stepping stones. If you've ever walked across a stream before, or like, you know, like those little rivers or whatever, as a kid, and you walk across like different and you, you get on each stepping stone and, and you walk, right? Failure is just one of those stepping stones, but realize that the stepping stones all look the same. They all look the same. And they're all the same. Whether it's a success or a failure, they're both one and the same, a part of progress. And again, you have to get yourself out of it. You got to quit taking it so personal. You got to quit, you know, making it about you because it's about the progress of the mission and the call. And so, whether it's success or failure, both are stepping stones. Both are forward progress. One just hurts a little more. Um, I'm actually like, I love, I love success. Like I love when we have moments of success, but I think the key is not romanticizing success because that's the moment um, that you get complacent. And, you know, it's great to have wins. It's great to have like, Oh, wow, the podcast reached this or, you know, our organization like had some momentum and it's like, it's awesome. But I promise as the train keeps going, as the car keeps going, there will be bumps. Mm. Uh, and a lot of times that's signaling to you that you probably need to make shifts and changes then. Um, and things might fail um, or some, something that you thought was working now um, isn't working now. <laughs> um, and so, I think failure and success and successes are a part of progress. And I think you have to look at them in the same lens, essentially. Mm, that's good. That's really good. So yeah. it's about how you define it, in my opinion. No, that's really good. Uh, easier said. What was that? Easier said than done, by the way. Oh, it's for sure. Than, yeah. It really is. Like you said, we all... We all want things to go smooth. We all obviously want to succeed. Um, and the times when we hit failure kind of pops us in the mouth and sets us back a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's – I'm going to give you this one last question because um, sure. it's, easy, it's, easy it's easy for us to sit here and for me to ask you, you know, what advice do you have for someone looking to start – even just one thing, even now, this last one we talked about, um, how do you push away from the fear of failure? Like you said, we have to they're stepping stones. Um, and it's easy for us to talk about it, but what, it, what is a failure for you that you've experienced that has led to you being able to step further into, you know, succeeding in 
if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them. I mean, when I first started ministry, I launched a men's ministry, um, you know, a kind of a nonprofit men's type deal um, that didn't even go very far. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got, you know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Yeah. I had a Jesus impact men's lives. It's just, that's all I was trying to do. Um, there was a lot of reasons I think that didn't take off. So that, that was one of them. I was pretty young. I was probably 16 at the time. So I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, that hurt, you know, and, and I'm a three on the Enneagram. Threes don't like failure. They like to look, you know, like successful, or whatever. So in, in an unhealthy state. So for me, I've had to own that and just eat it, you know, and be a part of that. Really challenge myself in that because I'm, I'm the type that does not like that technically like that's not my nature but you know that's a part of um, progress and a, and a purpose so progress and purpose so I would say that was one of them and, and that hurt um, oh man let me think uh, I was a part of the oh no that, that I wouldn't say it's a failure um, I would say speaking, I, f I failed speaking and communicating quite a bit. Like I've taken gigs that bombed. Um, I, I took, you know, different things like that where I'd, I'd speak at places and, and didn't get invited back, uh, you know, things like that. Um, so obviously speaking and stuff like that, there's been so, but you, you figure it out pretty quickly, I think. And, um, you start to grow and adjust and learn if, if it really is a calling and purpose and God has given you a gift. And obviously just cause he's given you a gift doesn't mean that you are gifted in it, you know, like it takes time and work and um, you know, there's hope in that gift. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, doesn't mean it, you know, you come out preaching like Stephen Furtick, you know, out of the, out of the, out of the gate. Yeah. It takes time, it takes perseverance. It takes, learning and humility and finding coaches and, and trying and going at back at it. I think the, the biggest challenge is not failing. The biggest challenge is do you hold on to your purpose long enough to, for you to push through the failure? Mm, come on. And I think that's actually the biggest challenge for somebody. So let's say you start a business, COVID-19 hits, which is a lot of people right now, and it knocks you on your butt. And, and I feel for all those businesses because I felt it. Everyone's felt it on some level. What do you do with it? And, and I think the differentiator with people who stick it out and, and make a difference and people who give up is grit. I think it's the, the, the ability to hold on to a purpose and a call and a vision, even when not everything adds up to it. And, not just like COVID stuff, but you, you start making it personal and questioning yourself, you know, is this my call? Is this my purpose? And it's like, God has, God has put that on your life, not COVID-19, not, you know, your parents' opinions, not even other opinions of you. It's God. And can you hold on to that? Can you, can you stay the course? Can you, can you push through? Can you lead through it? Um, find solutions can you 
get back on the horse? Can you speak again, even though the last gig bombed on you? Um, sales are down 60%. Can you keep finding ways? Stuff like that. So I, I think it's not failing. A lot of people fail and a lot of people quit. And I think what separates people in walking into this is to keep getting on the horse. That's good. Yeah. And let me say this too, for anyone out there, the longer you do something, not only the more failure you may you see, but the more success you're going to find too. Yep. So like Joey said, those first couple of times, um, you may, you know, if it's speaking or let's even take it out of something. I know photography is one that he's thrown out there a couple of times in this interview. Those first couple of times you go to do something like that and go and take pictures may not go well. But if you learn from those failures, learn from those mistakes and continue to push on, the longer you do something, it's, you're going to see success. And as you continue to see success and push forward, um, like he said, failure is inevitable at some point. And so yeah. I, if, I think of even these speakers that, have been going and doing and people that have been doing what they're called to do for years and years and years. It's not all success for them. They're still to this day experiencing failure, but it's just a matter of realizing the longer you do something, just like the more success you'll see, failure is going to happen along the way. It's just how are you going to, how are you going to respond to that failure? Yeah. And I would say, what's your definition of success? Mm, that's good. Like, so for me, let's say as a communicator and as a, as a speaker, my success could be, you know, how many people are in the room or, you know, I could even see some people making it about a dollar amount, which I don't think is right. I think that's a part of the, you know, what you do, but I don't think that's success. I think people make success about a lot of things. And I think success is just living in it and, be, and, and enjoying the journey. I really think that's what the success is. It's just enjoying your journey in this. Mm. And, and the ups and the downs. And the moments that honestly suck. But the moments that are also just celebration. And I, I just think we determine success by who we compare ourselves to on Instagram. And I think that's not success. That's not success in my mind. That's their journey. God has called them on that. I love it. I think it's great. The more I've really honed in on who God has called me to be, that's success. If I can sit in that and grow in that every day, then I'm doing my job. And I think, you know, as a communicator, as a preacher, it's like my job is to change lives hmm. and to let God do that through my voice. That's success. I don't care if it's one person. I don't care if it's a kid on the corner. I don't care if it's some lady walking down the street or a guy or playing basketball people or whatever. It's who I've been made to be. I don't care if it's in a, in a Zoom call with business leaders. I don't care who it is. I've been called to preach and to proclaim. And so I think at times our definition of success is very shallow. And we, our success is 
oh, I need a thousand followers on Instagram. Oh, you know, I don't have my business started yet. And, and I don't know if I like everything we do in calling what the Lord is about is about value, bringing kingdom value to people. You can do that today, by the way. You don't have to wait. That's good. And I think that's success. I think if you want to start a podcast, I think it's great. I think, but what's the message behind the podcast? What are you actually trying to do in people's lives? Is it who you are? Is it what you do on a day-to-day basis at your job? You know, before you start something, I think you have to go to the depth of who God has wired you to be and, and called you to be and what, to, what message to preach specific, specifically within the gospel. And that's your success. And I think that's what, you know, there's a saying and there's a quote. They say leaders never stumbled or leaders never had a desire to become leaders. They were just somebody who wanted to make a difference. Ooh, that's good. And they rolled into it. I think a lot of people are just wanting to be things. Like, I want to be a podcaster. I want to be a speaker. And what I ask them is, why? Why? Because, like, why? I want to be a, I want to start a business. Why? Um, I want to go back to school, maybe. Why? Um, I want to lead a nonprofit. Why? And sometimes we get hooked on trends and we get hooked on, you know, I compare myself to X, Y, and Z. And I think for me, those are just platforms. Those things change all the time. Like I'm a podcaster because I think it's a great way to spread the message. Is that going to change in 10 years? Probably. And I'll just take my message to another platform. <laughs> I mean, it's, but here's the thing. Like you got to know why you got to know who God has wired you to be and built you a specific message and we always lean to certain messages, you know, where I was going to lean a certain way. Yeah. And I think for us, like, if you want to influence, you want to use your voice, you want to be a part of change. I think the message and the purpose behind it is everything. Platforms change. A year ago, I, if you would have told me what TikTok was, I would have said, what are you talking about? But yeah. now I'm not saying like get a TikTok or anything. I'm just saying like now that platform is getting bigger. And it's one of the biggest on the planet. And it, I don't even know how that happened, but it just happened overnight. I feel like here's the thing, like, okay, the platform shifted. So what are you going to do, right? That's good. You have a, can you shift your business to TikTok? Probably. Will you do it? Maybe. Um, the e-commerce, right? There were so many people who were like, oh, I want to start a business. Now you can literally launch a website and start a business in 10 seconds. That's good. It, I think for us, like we, we try to, We're like, oh, I want to be a, you know, televangelist. You know, I've, I've actually heard somebody say that. And I'm like, buddy, I, I hate to break it to you, but that televangelist stuff has, in my opinion, passed. Yeah. In culture. So yeah. we try to dream, right, on this, like, calling that's like some platform when the platform shifts on you. So now what do you want to be? That's good. Yeah. Now what do you want to be? A podcast? Right? Like like the platforms change all the time. And that's why I say platform shift. And I'm always willing to shift with the platforms. I think there's gifting in it, like communication and stuff. But I think 
what's bigger and more important than platforms is purpose. Mm, that's good. That's good. I when really like that. When you're solid in purpose, bro, you'll change for any, anything. No, you'll, yeah. jump, you'll do interviews on, you know, you'll do interviews on podcasts and you, you'll, you'll shift to TikTok and you'll shift to YouTube and you'll shift to start, maybe start a business. I don't know. But here, like the purpose is everything. The mm. platforms shift all the time. And, but what happens is, and this is the mistake a lot of people make, they make the platform their purpose. Ooh, come on. They make the platform their purpose. And so they say, oh, I want to be, God has called me to lead a business. Probably, but hold on. Like, what is your, what's deeper in that? Why do you want to lead a business? Why? Mm, come on. That's good. And some people can't answer that to me. And it's like, well then I would quit. Like, why do you really want to run the business then? You know, is it just to make some money? You know, like that's not a good reason to run a business, by the way, I promise. And, and you know, some people are like, I want to be a speaker. Why? Because you want 2000 likes on Facebook because you want to get on a stage and people to clap for you. Why? And I think that's the bigger question for a lot of people. And so if you're listening, I just asked that question. Before all these platforms, again, platforms change. But what's your deep purpose in life? And I think that's the biggest question of your life. That's good. I like that. I like that because it brings about that question too. I know you and I've had a discussion on it before of knowing your why. And I've said it before. Um, knowing your why helps you develop the what develops the who. Um, and just like Joey said there, finding your purpose. Let your purpose define you. Um, and really the question, once you know your purpose, the question I think each of you, each individual one of us needs to ask is, um, what is success to me? Because like you, like you said, Joey, um, for some people it may be taking their business to TikTok and promoting it that way. For some people it may not be that. Um, but what is, what is success for you? What is, what is your purpose? And like Joey said, why... Your purpose can be found when you ask why you want to do these things. Um, yeah. That just, that's just what it comes down to is knowing why you want to do those things will help you find your purpose. Um, with Joey, and, and here, yeah, yeah. Here's another one. Here's another one. I hear a lot of people like they'll say, I'll say, what's your purpose? And they'll say, I want to help people. And I'm like, awesome. And here's my next question. Why? Yep. Yep. And they'd be like, because it's a good thing to do. I'm like, no, why? That's why everything comes back to God. And that's why our purpose is built in God's kingdom. Because everything goes back to who he is. And, and I would say that people really don't know their deep God-given purpose without God. It's God-given. So, um, you know, we serve the king. That's why. That's good. And, you know, through that, we serve people. And we serve people. And, you know, when I talk about my God-given calling, which is to, you know, ignite people to their God-given calling, it's like, but, you know, if you ask me why, I would say, one, it's because I want people to, one, be led to God first, and then to walk out in their purpose so that other people can walk out into their God-given purpose. So I really believe when someone walks out into their purpose that it's contagious. That's good. See it. 
That's good. Non-believers and believers want to be a part of that. And I think that's powerful. And so, um, so yeah, man. And I want to see communities transform through that. And so I'm, 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 I'm such a community guy. Um, but I think communities are transformed through the people in the communities walking out into who God has called them to be. I think that, that's powerful. Love it. Uh, I appreciate that. That's real good stuff. Um, again, thank you again, Joey, for hopping on here. I know you and I could talk about all this stuff for so long. Um, You're right. <laughs> I, I, I've said it before. Um, you know, Joey's one that anytime I have a conversation with him, it, I get done and I feel like, I honestly feel like I could, I get so pumped and energized. Like I always leave the conversation like, all right, let's go. Like he said, action takes, action drives confidence. Like what's next? Um, and I hope listen for those of you that, um, uh, were able to stick around and listen to this. Uh, there was, I know there was a lot that we talked about, but really it all comes down to this and push note through all that stuff. So, Again, thank you to Joey. Joey, again, thank you for taking the time, um, talking with me about these things, getting to share the heart behind the Chosen Show. Um, be on the lookout in the future, everyone, for chosen, his book, Chosen. Um, and again, like I said, partner with A28. If you want to, it's simple, simple clothing with a powerful message is the way I put it to people. Um, if you're on Instagram, it's literally A28 Apparel. Otherwise, you can literally go to 828apparel.com, check them out. Uh, it's, like I said, simple, uh, simple clothing, powerful message. Uh, again, Joey, yeah. thanks for hopping on. Yeah, and if you need Instagram, uh, you can go to mine too, and it, it's all on yeah. there. All there, uh, Joey, J-O-E-Y underscore McKernan, so M-C-K. Yeah, I'll throw, throw those tags in the description below for any of you looking for it. Um, but again, thank you all for checking out this week's episode of the Monday Motivation Podcast with Keegan Jewell, where again, we're coming together one Monday at a time to reach our full potential, and it's conversations like these that help us do that. So, and thank you everyone for checking us out this week, for tuning in, um, and we'll, can't wait for next week. And uh, again, Joey, thank you again for hopping on this week and talking about all these different things, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you, man. See you guys next week. Love y'all.